Hello and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. As we pick up on part two of this uh, message, Life or Death, the Choice is Yours. Uh, in the last broadcast, we were reading from Deuteronomy chapter 30, and we'll go into detail with that in a minute. Uh, but the, the thought and uh, what we'll be speaking on again today is life or death, the choice is yours. Now, I would like to begin by reading in Romans, the book of Romans chapter 10. This is the Apostle Paul's epistle or letter to the believers there in Rome. And he begins to write as he is inspired of the Holy Spirit. And this is what God word, God's word tells us here. Starting in verse 1, he said, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have submitted, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Listen closely to verse four here. For Christ is the end of the law. For righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which is which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between Jew and the Greek, the non-Jew. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that, that call upon him. For whosoever call, shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Or how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? Or how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good tidings. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then, listen, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. And I pray that you would allow the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of your heart to be receptive unto what God is telling us today. Now, in the last broadcast, we read from Deuteronomy chapter 30. Now, the Apostle Paul here in Romans chapter 10 is, is quoting from uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30 as he is giving a simple message here. You see, the, the Jewish people, the Israelites, when they were, when they were brought up out of Egypt, delivered out of Egypt by the Lord through the hand of Moses, they were given the law the law of works they were given the sacrificial system they were given the levitical priesthood but it was the law of works it was not to take away their sin not that they might obtain god's righteousness through it but that they would realize 
doubts that they could never live up to God's holiness and righteousness and would see their great need for the Savior. He wants you and I to understand that today. Men will have you to believe that you must have the cross of Jesus Christ through faith and must obey the Mosaic law and, and all that in the Old Testament as well. And that's that's hogwash. That is not, that's false doctrine. It is the cross plus nothing. It is the grace plus nothing. We are in the dispensation of grace, and the only way that we can have life and life eternal is by simple faith, and that is what the Apostle Paul is making known here in Romans chapter 10, as he is quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 30, that God's righteousness isn't obtained by doing great feats or even great works, but rather by exercising simple faith in Jesus Christ, the Lord of all. The covenant that was established between God and the children of Israel. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, I believe verse 17, he did not come to abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. He fulfilled them by his perfect sinless life. He met every righteous standard. He met every righteousness and holiness of God by living a perfect sinless life. And it is by him and his life his death, his resurrection, that we, because of his blood shed there on Calvary's cross, can have life eternal in him. Now, I will ask you this question again, and this is the topic that we're talking about. Life or death, the choice is yours. Will, which one will you choose today? Because if you reject Christ and his great salvation, you are choosing death, eternal death, the second death, eternal separation from God in the lake of fire and in hell, but where you will be there for an eternity. But if you choose him, you choose life, life eternal. And that is the wonderful message of the gospel. Christ died. Uh, you know, he, he speaks, let's just look at Hebrews for a minute here. The, the, the author of the book of Hebrews, of course, is writing to the Jewish people, but this is a great message for all of us because, you know, we, we look at this law that God had given to Israel and, you know, God's holiness and righteousness, we just don't dismiss it. We just don't throw the Old Testament out the window and say that doesn't apply to us because we live under grace because God has called you and I in Christ to live holy and righteous, to be holy as he is holy and be sanctified and set apart. And the only way that we can do that is continually live according to God's word and be obedient unto God's word. But to for salvation, it does not come through those works of the law. It is by the work of faith and the, the, the works of grace. The grace of God is the free gift unto all and upon all who will believe. That is how we obtain the righteousness of God. Jesus took away the first covenant, that covenant given to the children of Israel, that he might establish the second. And it says right here in Hebrews uh, chapter 10, I want to start reading in verse 5 and read down. He says, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but the body that hast thou prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sacrifices of sin for sin thou hast no pleasure. 
at then said I lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written to me to do thy will, O God. Above when he says sacrifices and offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin thou wouldest not, neither hast pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. Listen closely. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By which, by the which, will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest, speaking of the Levitical priest in Israel there, every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which cannot, can never take away sins. But this man, Jesus, who was all man and all God, God in the flesh, God with us, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified, whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us, for after that he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. My friends, Jesus Christ fulfilled every part of the law of the Old Testament in himself by his perfect, blemish-free life, sinless life. He died the sacrifice to satisfy God's holiness and God's righteousness. And he, his blood paid our sin debt in full as all of our sins were placed upon him on the cross. Now, I ask you today, will you choose life or will you choose death? Will you choose to accept him by faith or will you deny him and reject him and die in your sins and be cast out and go out into eternity, into outer darkness and spend an eternity in the lake of fire? So what must we do to be saved? Paul tells us here, he says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that he may bring Christ up from the dead. But what saith it? What does the word of God say to you and I today? The word is nigh even in thy mouth and in thy heart. As the author there of Hebrews said, the, the laws have been written in our hearts and our minds. We have that innate sense in us of right and wrong. We cannot deny that there is a God because of creation, as Paul said in Romans chapter uh, chapter 1, I think it's verse 20, that his eternal God, power of the eternal God, has revealed through creation itself, so we are without excuse. But what does it say to us here? We don't have to do some great works uh, or feats of, of works. No, those works were taken away in Christ. They were fulfilled in him. All we have to do is simply believe. Faith. Faith in Christ. And his finished work at Calvary's cross. I want to read on here. He said, but what saith it? Verse 8 of Romans chapter 10. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith we, which we preach. 
Listen closely. You want to know how to be saved? Listen right here closely. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. My friends, this speaks of repentance. You have lived a life of shame and sin, and there is no way you can save yourself. There is no way that you could go from that darkness and death and that power of sin in your life of your own works. You must place your faith in the finished work of Christ, his redemptive work and his blood shed on Calvary's cross by faith. This speaks of repentance, confessing with your mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. That means you confess your sins. You repent of your sins. You say, Lord, I'm turning from that sinful life, and I'm turning to you by placing my faith in your precious Son, whom you sent. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So I ask you today, you, you turn from those sins, you confess those sins, you turn to God through having your faith in Christ, and what happens? That means you're saved. He said it right here. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, because he just didn't die on the cross, he was resurrected the third day to, to overcome death, hell, and the grave for you and I, that through him and our, our faith in him we might have his eternal life and the newness of the spirit as the spirit the very moment that we receive christ his spirit indwells us and his spirit don't worry about cleaning yourself up don't worry about getting things right before you come to the lord you can't do that of your own it is by having faith in christ and once you replace your faith in him and him alone and his blood the holy spirit will move in and clean out the attic and the basement of your heart he will clean out those things out of your life but you must first place your faith in christ and that is what paul is saying here it's not by some works of, of the law it's not by some grace of our works. no it is by simple faith and that my friends is how you choose between life and death whether you accept accept or reject Jesus Christ. So I ask you this question, who in their right mind would choose to reject so great a salvation and such a free gift and depend upon them on self, their own works to get them into heaven? The word of God tells us, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. My friends, we will have nothing to boast of. Jesus is established his covenant the new covenant with us in his blood and we must have faith and simply place our faith in him to experience life eternal it is in jesus and jesus alone and then paul tells us here and the word of god tells us remember what i said in the last broadcast the word of god his truths are not uh, where we can't see them and where we can't hear them. They are here so we can read them and believe, uh, you know, that Christ died for us and to believe that if we just place our faith in him, God's word is powerful and it's, he's faithful to his promises. God's word is true and faithful. And he says, for with the mouth, 
with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. But he says also right here in verse 13 of Romans chapter 10, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's what it means, my friend, to be saved. All you have to do by faith is place your faith in Christ and call upon the name of the Lord. Confess your sins, repent of them, turn from them, place your faith in Christ, and you will be saved. You will experience life. So I want to leave you with this question. Life or death, which one will you choose today? Eternal life in Christ, or will you reject him and experience the second death, the eternal death spoken of in the word of God? Because that is promised as well. Jesus, uh, the word of God tells us in John chapter 3, verse 36. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. That's death, shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. The word of God tells us, and Jesus said, he, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that, but that the world through him might be saved. You are condemned already. If you reject Christ, that wrath rests upon you. But if you accept him, you will be saved. He said, whoever, he that believeth on the son hath everlasting life. If you believe on him, you will have life eternal. So I ask you this question today, life or death, which will you choose? My friend, if you have rejected Christ and you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I invite you to confess your sins to him today and ask him to come into your heart and be Lord of your life as we have the promises of God's word. If you will confess him as the resurrected son of God and you believe with all your heart that he raised him from the dead and he died on Calvary's cross and shed his blood for your sins and you ask him into your heart, you will be saved today. That's the promise of God's word. So I ask you again, life or death, which will you choose? And I will tell you this, the choice is yours. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to the next time that we can share and word from the word of God. God bless.